Let's record a podcast, shall we? My name is Ian McLaren, and you are listening to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast for Thursday, December 5th, 2019. This is episode number 49, and tonight the Bruins are taking on the Chicago Blackhawks at home, and we will get to that in one moment. But first, I'd like to remind you that this is the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Not just NHL, we cover baseball, football, basketball, college sports as well. If you have another favorite Boston area team or anywhere else you're listening, chances are there's a Locked On podcast for you out there. Again, my name is Ian McLaren. You can find me on Twitter at Ian C. McLaren. You can follow the show at LO underscore Boston Bruins. Please subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you use. If you're able to leave a rating and a review, that would be greatly appreciated. And please also tell your Boston Bruins loving friends and family members about this daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be. I'll often have a guest uh, on to help me discuss the team. Apologies for uh, not having others on lately. All attempts to secure interviews or chats with others have uh, struck out. It's a busy time of year. Uh, So off we go by myself previewing tonight's game against the Chicago Blackhawks. And the big news at the morning skate is that John Moore has been cleared to play and he will be in the lineup instead of Connor Clifton. Uh, John Moore will skate alongside uh, Matt Grizzlick on the team's Third defensive pairing behind, as always, Zdeno Chara, Charlie McAvoy, and then Tori Krug and Brandon Carlo. John Moore, of course, uh, underwent shoulder surgery in the aftermath of the Stanley Cup final last June. Um, and a cool story emerged uh, over the last couple of days of how tight this Bruins team is. Um, a big theme with this team is um, off ice leadership, how the um, Core guys really set the example in terms of hardworking, trying to make everyone feel welcome. And that's trickling down uh, even to John Moore, who was in and out of the lineup last year uh, and kind of a a new face on the team. But uh, Moore admitted yesterday that um, while he was recovering from surgery in the offseason, his spirits were often lifted by an endless line of black and gold teammates that would visit him at home, including Charlie McAvoy, his new defensive partner, Grizzlick, Sean Corrali, Tori Krug, Chris Wagner, uh, even Noel Achari, who's now no longer with the team, equipment manager, Matt Falconer. Um, Moore said, uh, Chris Wagner banged through my door. My kids were going nuts. You can't put into words. You remember what a journey it was. That meant a lot to me. And he was, voice was cracking up as he was saying this uh, yesterday, um, talking about the support he received from his teammates. It's been a long recovery. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about who's in your foxhole. I'm really happy that there's a shining light at the end of the tunnel for me. Uh, And as mentioned, he'll be back in the lineup tonight, the 29-year-old. Again, he described it as a long and grueling process. Uh, Six months after his surgery, He'll be back on the ice in game action for the Bruins. Moore also mentioned fellow defenseman Kevin Miller, 
who's also going through a long and difficult rehab process following a broken kneecap. Moore said he's someone that had surgery that I had before. I bounced a lot of ideas off of him, and he really looked out for me. I'll forever be grateful for him for that. It's been really hard, but I think it's been said by a lot of guys. It's a really special group in here. They do a good job of pulling you in, making you feel part of it, even when your contribution is drinking a Gatorade in the weight room. Uh, Moore had 13 points last season, four goals and nine assists in 61 games. It was his first season with the Bruins. He, of course, signed a five-year contract worth $2.75 million per season uh, in the summer of 2018. Uh, he played one game with the Providence Bruins uh, on a brief conditioning stint before being recalled, skating with the team for the last couple of days. And um, he said this team's been really fun to watch. They've had nothing but success. It's been fun to see. When I get in, I want to make sure that I'm contributing to that. It's a good team. I'm going to do whatever I can. Whatever the role is, I'm going to work my hardest to try and contribute. According to naturalstatric.com, John Moore was a positive possession player for the Bruins last season in 5-on-5 play with a 50.36 Corsi 4 percentage. Uh, That was sixth on the team uh, behind the five regulars above him. In terms of uh, expected goals for percentage while he was on the ice, that was at um, 47.58, so a bit underwhelming number there. But again, he's uh, not known as a super offensive defenseman. John Moore, uh, as I mentioned yesterday, has a career high in points of Uh, let's see here, what was it again, 22, I believe, as a member of the New Jersey Devils uh, two seasons ago, Um, 12 goals and 10 assists. So, you know, as long as he can contribute sometimes uh, offensively, he's able to play the power play, kill some penalties, as long as he's chipping in offensively sometimes. But um, the main thing is that he is... Uh, helping clear the zone with regularity uh, out on the ice for more shot attempts for than against. That's all that the Bruins uh, can ask of him and need of him at this point from a third-pairing defenseman. One other lineup note is that Tukarask will get the start after uh, Yaroslav Halak recorded a shutout the other night against the Carolina Hurricanes. And uh, Patrice Bergeron skated today. The team hopes he'll be able to practice with the team on Friday, possibly able to return Saturday against the Colorado Avalanche. But uh, based on the way that they're playing, I wouldn't expect uh, a rush on his return. Um, David Krejci filling in admirably uh, in his absence uh, on the top line. Time now for All the President's Men, which is my weekly look at the top five teams in the NHL. In my estimation, team is vying for the President's Trophy here now that we're in the first week of uh, December. Number five, I'm going to put the Colorado Avalanche this week. They're 17-8-2, 667 uh, point percentage. They are uh, tied for the sixth highest uh, point total in the NHL with 36. Uh, But they are... Third in the NHL in goal differential with plus 24. And if you'll recall, they've been playing for quite a while without Mikko Rantanen and Gabriel Landeskog, 
were both um, Renton and is back. Uh, Landeskog was possible for Wednesday's win over the Toronto Maple Leafs, but uh, he was held out of that game, so his uh, return is imminent. Um, Colorado Avalanche, uh, definitely one of the top teams in the Western Conference. Once everyone is healthy, they will be an even greater force to be reckoned with as uh, defenseman Kale McCarr continues to uh, just wrestle the Calder Trophy away from everybody else. Number four team, I'm going to put the New York Islanders. They're 18-6-2. Uh, they've fallen off a bit after their uh, point streak. They're 6-3-1 and in their last 10 games. They have 38 points, which is good for fourth in the NHL. Uh, plus 14 goal differential, uh, which is okay. That's fifth in the NHL. Um, so a pretty solid team. The one concern, as I've expressed uh, before, is their uh, advanced stats, Corsi percentage. They are uh, 30th in the NHL at 45.71, ahead of the Rangers at 43.5. Their PDO is at 102.5, which is third behind the Avalanche and the Bruins, I should add, um, who are both ahead of them in... Uh, sorry, Colorado's behind them. Bruins will be ahead of them in the in the power rankings. Um, so just something to keep an eye on with the Islanders. Their shooting percentage is only 8.5. They're very much anchored by a uh, exceptional save percentage, especially a five-on-five play, nine, an even 94%, uh, which is second in the NHL to the uh, Arizona Coyotes. All that to say, they're not getting shot attempts on net uh, that would suggest long-term success. They're getting very well attempted, out-attempted every game. So uh, I would expect the Islanders to regress at some point. However, uh, that wasn't the case last year. They were able to keep it going. And uh, so don't count them out just yet. Third place, I'm going to put the defending Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. They're 18-6-6. and They have a plus 12 goal differential, 42 points, which is tied for third in the NHL. Uh, Point percentage, they are behind the Islanders, but they do look like a team uh, dead set on defending their championship as best they can, which is kind of a consolation for Bruins fans who um, watched them obviously win the Cup in Boston last June. Uh, It would have been very disheartening for the Bruins to have lost that game and then to see the Blues just fall off. But they are a strong team, even without Vladimir Tarasenko. There's talk that they might be in on Taylor Hall as well. Um, So the Blues don't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon. Number two team will be the Washington Capitals. They're ahead of the Bruins in points with 47 to Boston's 45. However, the Capitals have two games in hand. Uh... They're also behind the Bruins in goal differential at plus 26. Um, So the Bruins and Capitals definitely emerging as the teams to beat in the NHL this season. These two teams are actually set to meet next, uh, a couple times this month, next in Washington on the 11th, and then another game in Boston on the 23rd of December, just before the Christmas break. So those will be some very good measuring stick games for both teams. But for now, I'm putting the Bruins in first by virtue of their league-high 804 point percentage, 23-5 and through 28 games. 
they also have the league's best goal differential at plus 36. 9-0-1 in their last 10 games, the Bruins are. They are third in the NHL with 3.61 goals per game, and their goals against is first in the NHL at 2.18. So if you add all that up, clearly, uh, in my mind, the best team in the league, despite the fact this is the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, I don't think there's much bias heading there. But, um, you know, accuse me of that, if you will, but the numbers add up. And in my mind, the Bruins are the top team in the NHL right now. So to recap, I'm going to go Colorado in fifth, the Islanders in fourth, Blues in third, Capitals in second, and our Boston Bruins retaining the number one spot again this week with two games coming up against the Blackhawks tonight and then the Colorado Avalanche on uh, Saturday. That Avalanche game should be a doozy, and I highly recommend we all watch that together. You can follow me on Twitter at ENC McLaren again, or follow the show at LO Boston Bruins. Sorry, at LO underscore Boston Bruins. And I'm tweeting from both of those accounts during the games. To finish the show, as we do every day, let's take a look at some news and notes from around the NHL. Gonna hit up the rumor mill as Elliot Freeman dropped his latest 31 thoughts yesterday. He reports the Taylor Hall trade talks have intensified. Doesn't mean it's going to happen anytime soon, however. New Jersey General Manager Ray Shiro is looking for first-round picks, including some conditional options. He also wants high-level NHL-ready prospects. There's a lot of focus on the Avs as a trade partner. Uh, They do think they can win now and have lots of defensive prospects to tempt the Devils. Uh, Several teams believe the Coyotes can make a serious attempt. Uh, Friedman mentioned them as well on the 31 Thoughts podcast. Uh, They're in desperate need of scoring uh, as one of the NHL's top defensive teams at the moment. Uh, I mentioned the Blues and the Stars, he said, could also be interested. Uh, The Oilers might be interested, and that's kind of the sexy story, but uh, they might be unwilling to meet the Devils' asking price. Uh, Kind of, it would be a bad look to uh, acquire Hall for a much bigger price than what they gave up uh, in return the first time around. Me, the Colorado Avalanche make all the sense in the world. Uh, they have a lot of um, high-end assets to dangle for a Devils deal, and they also have the cap space to retain him. It's the kind of deal that could put them over the top in the Western Conference. Friedman also mentioned that uh, to keep an eye on the Los Angeles Kings, looks like anyone not named Anzi Kopitar and Drew Doughty could be available. The Bruins have been long tied to the Kings in Tyler Toffoli trade rumors. Uh, that's a guy that I see the team uh, targeting. I really like Toffoli's game and how we could fit in with the Bruins as a second-line right winger along with uh, DeBrusque and Krejci. Toffoli's in the final year of a deal where he's earning 4.6 against the cap. Through 28 games this season, he's got six goals and seven assists uh, in the context of the Kings being bad. Uh, keep that in mind. In the past, he's had seasons of 24 goals, 31 goals, 23 goals. He also had some monster seasons in junior as a member of the uh, Ottawa 67s. Um, so a really capable scorer, and I think he's a guy that would fit in well with the uh, with the Bruins as a guy that I would like them to target. That's pretty much it for today's podcast. Nice and short and sweet today. As we get ready for 
the uh, game against the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. If you have any feedback or suggestions, you can tweet me at ENC McLaren or at LO underscore Boston Bruins. Again, I'll be on both of those handles tonight during the game. Um, Thanks again for taking the time to listen. Uh, This is the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, your favorite hockey team every single day. I very much appreciate the support, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow to recap tonight's hopefully a win over the Chicago Blackhawks, as well as take a look ahead at Saturday's game against the Avs. Uh, Take care, friends. Always appreciate the listens and the support, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast. It's a pleasure to come at you every day with some Boston Bruins talk. And uh, we're lucky to be able to watch this team every night. Peace.